there, it's Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. So on a typical day, I am a walking paradox. And what I mean by that is I love to buy shoes. I have every type of shoe probably that you can imagine, yet I still love to be barefoot. Since I was a child, that's just the way it's been. Currently, I am not walking at all. I seem to have shattered my left ankle and... I think that I would give anything to put on any one of my pairs of shoes at this point and walk around outside, but God has me sitting still for a while now, so I wanted to talk about shoes. I know, it's an odd topic considering that Thanksgiving is past and Christmas is coming up, but shoes have kind of been on my mind even before I got hurt, actually. So I kind of did a little bit of searching, I guess, and studying about different times that shoes or sandals had been used in the Bible and why they were important. In the book of Exodus, we have God telling Moses to remove his shoes because he was standing on holy ground. In the book of Ruth, Boaz took off his sandal to seal a marriage contract or deal. And even today in Arab countries, um, hitting or showing the bottom of your shoe to someone is considered offensive. Well, If you're like me, you may have seen plenty of moms pull off their flip-flops trying to smack their kids or throw their shoes at them. So I guess it's still kind of a common practice. When I was little, we would go to our family's houses. And can you guess the first thing I did when I got there? You guessed it. I took off my shoes. I wanted to be barefoot. I wanted to run around and have fun. And I didn't like my shoes because I used to always tell my mom as a kid, that I felt like my feet were suffocating. My feet were hot, and so I would always want to take my shoes off. Well, on one such occasion, I was playing at some friend's house after church, and we were playing hide-and-go-seek, and I ran through their kitchen where someone had dropped a couple of pieces of ice on the floor. Well, I was the lucky winner that day as I came running through the kitchen trying to get away from the person who was it, And I slid on that piece of ice and sliced my foot on the corner of their refrigerator. Now, if I would have had my shoes on, I'm sure it would have just been a stub toe and I would have gone on and played and been just fine. However, I didn't have the protection of my shoes. And let's just say that a Band-Aid wasn't going to cut it. But apparently their fridge did. So as we talk about shoes today, I want you to see them in a way where they are something of a protection for us. I started looking up in Ephesians 6 where it talks about uh, Paul is using an allegory to explain the armor um, that Christians put on, the gear for spiritual battle. And each one has um, something that it represents, like the belt of truth, uh, the breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, the sword as the word of God, And then we talk about shoes, and it says the shoes are the gospel of peace. And I love how Paul uses the armor of the Roman soldiers. Like, that's what he's comparing it to because it's something that the people were familiar with. They saw the Roman soldiers. They knew what they wore. And so it was easy for them to be able to identify with what the spiritual aspect of the physical gear was. And so today I want to kind of focus a little bit more on shoes, obviously. So shoes do a lot of different things, right? They protect our feet, hot sand, um, if you're walking outside, 
rocks, if it's freezing cold in the snow, um, if it's wet and rainy, not slipping. So our shoes play a very protective role for us. And Paul uses gospel, which can be interchangeable with good news when he starts talking about the shoes being the gospel of peace. And so we can also use good news. Well, there was this Hebrew word that I came across, and I thought it was really interesting. And the word is kava. Now, kava means to eagerly expect God to act and to be ready to spring into action when he does. So kava is, I guess, loosely, if you were going to boil it down, it's waiting on God. So that can be incredibly difficult. Um, The last three or four weeks, I think it's been four weeks now, I've done a lot of waiting. I've done a lot of sitting. I've done a lot of pointing (laughs) because I can't put any weight on my foot. So I've had to learn to wait. And let me tell you, I feel like I'm going bonkers. I hate waiting. I hate sitting. I hate not being busy and active and like ready to go. So whenever I read this word in Hebrew, kava, and it says to be eagerly expecting God to act And then our job is to be ready to spring into action. I like how it's us waiting on God. And then when he says go, that's when our part comes into play. It's not us jumping into action and saying, okay, I'm going to go do this. God, you want to catch up and join me here and let's work on this together. No, this is us waiting patiently on God, but we are expectant that he is going to do something and we want to spring into action and be ready and prepared. So when Paul talks about having these shoes as the good news and being ready with the gospel of peace, we are ready to spring into action with the gospel of peace whenever it's needed, when God calls us and gives us that opportunity. Every day it's a battle though, right? Every day it's a battle. We battle with ministry, jobs, relationships, finances. And when we're not prepared to spring into action when God calls us, it can easily throw us off course and our advancement can really be hindered in what God is calling us to do. So something that I read and I thought it was really interesting is that whenever the people of the Bible times would go into battle, oftentimes the soldiers would kind of corral the people or troops that didn't necessarily have the same type of footwear as they did, like those the heavy sandals. Well, when oftentimes I think for me, whenever I used to think about sandals, I just think like flat flip-flops. <laughs> you know, maybe something with leather straps that they would kind of tie around. Obviously they weren't wearing flip-flops, but <laughs> I would think about flat sandals where they would lace them up around their ankles and up their calves to keep them in place. Well, as I was doing a little bit of studying, I learned that oftentimes the Roman soldiers would have spikes, kind of like, think, cleats on the bottom of their sandals. And these spikes would help them grip when the terrain was really rough. And when Paul says that he's using the Roman soldier's armor as the allegory and how we should have our shoes prepared, those people at the time were looking at the Roman soldier's shoes with the spikes on them, and those spikes were a good foundation, a good footing for what they needed to do as prepared to go into battle. So for us, the basic takeaway from that would be to have our footing solid, have a good foundation, a good grip, 
in the Lord so that when he calls us to spring into action, we're not going to get caught off guard. And so the Roman soldiers would kind of use the terrain because imagine if you're barefoot or if you don't have really good shoes like what the Roman soldiers had, they the people could easily be overtaken because they couldn't go and run through the rocks and through the sticks and the and the stones and the the briars if you will to get away it wasn't as easy for them and so they could easily be overtaken by the roman soldiers and captured when we get caught in situations where it feels like the rug has been pulled out from under us and we don't have the terrain that's when we need to make sure that we have on our shoes gripped into god that he is our sure foundation, that he is the one who is going to see us through no matter what's happening around us, no matter what Satan tries to bring about to cause destruction and frustration in our lives. When we have our shoes gripped into the foundation of God, everything will be okay. It'll be all right. And I know that that can sound very trite and kind of like, yep, everything's going to be fine. But my faith and my assurance is knowing that It will be that God will handle every situation, but he calls me to be prepared with my shoes on. While I love living out in the country, one of the things that I feel like is the bane of my existence are goat heads. If you don't have goat heads where you live, God bless you, because it is wonderful to not worry every time you walk outside what you're going to track in. And these things are like, seriously, tiny little death traps. Let me just tell you, because I have had them stick all the way through my shoes, like through the soles of my shoes into my feet. And they are the spikiest little round stickers that you can possibly imagine. And they draw blood almost every single time if you happen to get them into your bare skin. So I hate these things, and I feel like oftentimes that is one of the things that Satan does is he tries to throw these briars out, these goat heads, and he wants us to have to limp along. Like if you get a rock in your shoe, or in plenty of cases here out in the country, if I've gotten a goat head in the back of my sandal or in the heel of my foot, oh my goodness, it's immediate pain and it's very crippling at the moment, and Satan wants to do that to us. He wants us to be crippled spiritually. He wants us to basically walk around with a goat head in our shoe all the time. He wants us to feel like what we're doing is maybe it's not enough. It's not big enough. It's not spiritual enough. We're not handling life right. And to doubt what God has called us to do and who he has called us to be. And he wants to cripple us as much as he can. But Today, I want you to be encouraged that you can lace up your shoes with the gospel of peace and the good news. And every time, even a tiny opportunity opens for you to be able to share the good news with someone, take that opportunity. God doesn't open doors willy-nilly. He opens doors that he knows that he has equipped us and he has called us to. And whenever we can step through into those places and maybe into conversations that God leads us into with even random strangers. I heard someone the other day telling me the story about how her husband has cancer and he's been going through chemo. And as they were on the elevator coming 
down after he had had his chemotherapy, there was another gentleman in the elevator with them who also was going through chemo. And he happened to notice that they had on their shirts from their local um, church. And he kind of pointed it out and they struck up a small conversation. And he said that he also was a believer and that it was just really nice to be able to be encouraged by other believers. Now, in the situation there, you wouldn't think, you know, that God would take something like cancer and turn it into encouragement. And yet God does because God does that in our lives every single time. And the cool thing is that they were ready with their shoes. They had their shoes on. The gospel of peace was ready. And God opened the door and they were able to share with this man encouragement about how God is getting them through the process that they're going through. And it was something that was amazing for them. And as she shared this with me, she had tears in her eyes because she said, it just felt really good to be able to share that with somebody else, the good news. So I hope today that you will be ready and that you can be in a season of kava, eagerly expecting God to act, and that you would be ready to spring into action when He does. I hope you have a great day today. God bless you. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I hope that you can subscribe, like it, share it, comment. You can also find me on Instagram at ChirpCastAmy. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll catch you next time.